Alexander Snitker, libertarian, Republican, and political hack, and Adrian Wiley, born-again anarchist and political has-been. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our Constitution and Republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian Poison Wiley. How are you doing, sir? <laughs> well, I got to be poison, man. No, sun poison. Oh, 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 I got gotcha. you. So, okay. that's all I can think of. Yeah, poison, not a good thing, because it makes me sound like I am poison, which is, you know, just a just a rude thing to say. Uh, Rather mean-spirited, hurt my feelings. Oh, I'm now sorry. Now I'm sad. Oh, did I get you in the feels? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did I get you in the feels? It's kind of like the balls, but for the heart. <laughs> your heart. I kicked you in your heart's you balls. You kicked me in my heart's balls. <laughs> Oh, there you go. Shit. There you go. A new phrase has been created. The hearts balls. Kind of makes sense, go. though, doesn't it? Uh, no, not at all. Dudes, but... I think dudes can relate. Okay. You know? Yeah. I guess. All right, you're sure. All right, buddy. Um, well, first off, let me say thank you to all of the Patreons. Well, you're welcome. Not to you. I well, am. No, pa- you're, you're yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I would like to say thank you to all the Patreons that are listening to the show or that are subscribing to the show that are the members, our newest member on the curbside switcheroo level, Ray McGee. Ray, thank you very much. We really do appreciate it. We'll, you'll stuff, your stuff will be in the mail shortly. Um, if you would like to also become a member, go to patreon.com slash unattended baggage and you can sign up there. Um, so again, I just want to say thank you. Cause you know, you want to start to show off thanking the people that are, that are making it possible, especially during this time frame right now with the economic uncertainty where we're not really losing any members. So thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate so it. let's start with, I actually want to start with the sun poisoning thing. Cause I'm very interested. So you got sun poisoning. Yeah. Yeah. I got the little blisters all over me and peeling and all kinds of nasty. What were you doing? What the fuck do you think I was doing, dude? Okay, you could get it when you were on a boat. You could get it just when you were outside. You could be by your pool. You could be well, running I was, around. I was, you could have been trapped by... I was obviously but, exposed to solar radiation. Well, obviously, but where were you when you were exposed? Outside. You're such a dick. <laughs> were you in your pool area? Yeah, yeah basically, yeah. Were yeah. you drunk? Uh, you know, there's a... Not drunk, per like, se. Is but alcohol-induced? If... Possibly, because if I am uh, in my pool or in my pool area, there's a very good chance that alcohol is involved. Well, yeah, yeah, but then there's drinking within moderation, and there's just yeah. No, I, I I haven't gotten hammered. Like, did you pass out outside? Oh God, no, 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 no. I, I did fall asleep on the raft, though. I, I took a nap on the raft, so which falling is, asleep. What really is the difference between passing out and falling asleep? Um. No, no, I was well. I wasn't drunk, so I mean, I would say passing out has to do with unconsciousness, and taking a nap is just nodding off. You know, I would Are say you nodding off into unconsciousness when you're taking a nap. I uh, well, technically, yes. I mean, you're in a different state of consciousness instead right. of being in alpha or beta. You're in delta or theta. Um, you know, with uh, intermittent periods of rapid eye movement. But uh, now that we've discussed the uh, the science of sleep, there a little bit, professor. Uh, no, I was not drunk. I was not passed out, but I did fall asleep on a raft. And you know what it is, is all my life, like when it first starts getting nice out, mm-hmm. I would go out and spend a lot of time in the sun and burn. Mm-hmm. You know, you always burn the first time. Mm-hmm. But what would happen in the past is that burn, I would have like one uncomfortable night. Next day, it'd be tan and I wouldn't have to worry about burning again for the rest of the summer. Essentially. Yeah, I know. Unless you were like really like out on the boat all day long with no shade and nothing like that. Then maybe you might get burned again. But essentially, you'd set up that base tan mm-hmm. and then it wouldn't happen again. Well, I went out there and, you know, tried to do that last weekend. You know, I guess I, I you know, I'm going to be 50 tomorrow, by the way. Tomorrow? Tomorrow, yeah. Tomorrow's my 50th birthday. Wow, happy yeah. birthday. Thank you very much. But the point is, is my skin no longer reacts the way it used to like that. So I thought, okay, I went out there uh, like last weekend and I got burnt, you know, and and it did, it burnt for a couple of days, but then it turned to tan and I thought, okay, now I'm good. I can go out. I don't have to get, worry about burning again. 
and no, I burned again bad and, you know, just on certain parts of my skin. And now I've got like white spots. I'm starting to look like Michael fucking Jackson here. You know, I got like, <laughs> I got, what is that You're condition? You're a smooth criminal. Yeah. What, what is that condition? You know, you, you there, there are literally spots in my skin that are no longer, I have like reverse freckles now. Oh my God. There's spots in my skins that no longer have any pigment. I don't know what that's called, but I'm sure it's bad. Uh, it, it's it's a uh, oh, what is the name of it? Uh, vita, vitiligo, vita. I think that's it. Vitiligo. I don't think that's what Michael Jackson. To, had. I don't think there's any need to curse at me, but you know. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's. I think that's what I've got. So you know, just getting old sucks. Yeah, it ain't getting old, man. It is not for us. Uh, not for pussies. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's it's a challenge. It's it's really something you gotta you gotta fight through, and it's just things are you know unexpected. Like I would, I thought you know all my life I've been yeah go out burn once you're good for the season, and no, it's apparently I'm I, I'm apparently going to be one of those people from now on who actually has to use sunscreen. Oh, I know. Oh, that would suck. How disgusting is that? I never, I never like to use any sunscreen. Oh, I very I rarely, if ever, use it. I know. Same for deodorant, by the way. Well, we we need to talk about that. You want to talk about it right now? Yeah. Oh, hold, on, hold, yeah. Hold, hold on. Let's. Oh yeah, we'll talk about it right you now. You probably should wear deodorant. No, you've. Here's the thing. You've never said to me in all the years. Really, you've never said to me that you smell. Okay. Let me put it to you this way. You're never like totally offensive, but dude, I yeah, you know, I I catch no, you. No, oh, come yeah. on now. Yeah, I'm telling come you. Come on now. It's never like oh, dude, that, that Alex man, he's got horrible bo. You're you're not like that. But it's like, yeah, I could pretty much tell that dude's not wearing deodorant. No way. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, man. You, you can't. You're, you're full of shit. You are full am, of it. You are full of it all not, day long. I am not. I'm not. When I let you in the front door, dude, you walk by me and I'm like, oh, yeah, he stinks a little. Uh, come on. I took a shower before. Oh, hold on. I, well, the, the shorts I'm wearing, I actually wore yesterday, though. So Okay. Well, I'm just saying. It, the point is, is, you're not foul. You're not offensive. But actually, only wore them last night, though. But I wore them and, I, and we smoke cigars. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, either way, I, I'm just saying deodorant wouldn't be a bad thing. for Oh, you. no, I don't want to. Oh, I never want to do it. I Yeah. I don't know why you came. Why? How that happened? Just never wanted to. I started doing it and then I hated it. I didn't like it. So I just stopped doing it. Well, what, what type do you use? I mean, it was a long time ago. Like, I was in the Marine Corps when I stopped using it. Right. So, you got to figure it was like 94, 95. Right. And I think I was using like a roll You know, when they told you that, that was just like when you were out in the field, so the enemy didn't smell you? They didn't mean never wear deodorant again. No, you know what? I just never, <laughs> so, I never like to do it. When, when you're not on combat operations, you can actually wear deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't telling you. It wasn't an order for life, okay? <laughs> you know what? I've gone this far, man. I'm gonna keep going with it, though. I'm keep going down the road with it. Man. Well, I'm, I, I'm I just like saying, man. You're, you're you're gonna get a little funkier as time no, goes by. I don't by. think so. I don't, yeah, I, I think so. I don't man. think so, though. Yeah. No, I don't. That's as the other thing should... about that's the other thing about getting older is I notice I do uh, stink more. You know. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't notice that I stink more. Yeah. I don't well, notice that. Others do. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> you so, you know, you got to like double down on the on the hygiene and shit. You know, well, what you saying? definitely got to double down on the hygiene. I'm not saying that, but I, I, I don't I don't I don't find that I stink more, though. Well, I'm just saying everybody else finds that. Well, no, no. But here's the thing, though. But but there are you can tell a difference in your own smells. And I don't. Right. I don't notice a difference in my own smell. Well, you probably wouldn't, dude. No, of course you would. No, I don't think you would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in most cases, I don't think you would. Hey, look, I will say this, though, and I don't know if this is going to be I a mean, how many? hang on a second. How many people have you met in your life that smelled bad? Okay. Hmm. Whether they had foul breath or had body odor or something going on. You've met several, right? Yeah. How many of them you think knew they smelled bad? <laughs> I don't know. None. <laughs> that's, I don't think I ever that's told what any it of those is. people that they exactly. Bad. I wish exactly. I would have though. With some of so them. as there's a, friend, a couple people. No, 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 that's not true. There's one person I told that I thought they smelled bad. Yeah, yeah. Were they like a good friend or? No, it was actually in the Marine Corps too. Oh well, yeah, okay. Yeah. And that was like, oh, dude, you smell like shit, dude. What are you doing over there? Well, yeah, okay. Uh, that's it's different, you know. It wasn't even like a fart smell either. Like you know, sometimes somebody farts, you're like, oh god, that smells bad. You know what I mean? Well, you what the dude shit his drawers it. or something? I, 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 it wasn't. It wasn't a shit your drawers kind of smell. It was a musky bin, like bin like waterlogged for a week with like yeah okay yeah like that kind of smell. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But it was like like a, when's the last time you changed your socks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. What, yeah. But no, no. My, my point is, forget the Marine Corps because talking to dudes and you know your military buddies is a whole different story. But my point is, is that people don't tell you when you stink. 
Except for not. me, because I'm your boy. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you. Are you telling me I stink right now? I, I'm telling I you. I don't think I stink right I'm, now. I'm not saying that you, you stink, you're offensive, or anything like that. I'm just saying. I have yeah. a natural odor. You, I like my own natural odor, by the way. When you walk by me, dude, I caught a whiff. Just you saying. You did not. <laughs> I'm telling you, you the God's honest truth. See, now you're in fucking denial. Maybe. Maybe. You know? Okay. The first thing. Now I'm going to have to The first it. step to recovery is admitting you have a problem. Well, you know, here's the thing, though. All I'm going to do is just shower more. What? Well, try some fucking deodorant. I don't want, Here, to, but I don't want it. deodorant though. No, 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 don't go get the deodorant. I'm not going to wear it. I'm not going to. I'm not going to wear it. He is walking to go get deodorant right now, and I'm not going to do it. No, I'm not going to do it. What is this? No, I'm not going to do it. Hold on, let's read. Hold on, let's see. Let's see. Well, you. I don't want what's been under your arms, by the way. Oh, what the fuck? You think I got armpit cooties or you something? You got poison. You have sun poisoning. It might be contagious. I- <laughs> <laughs> wear a mask when you put the deodorant on. <laughs> wear a mask. It'll protect you. Oh, speaking of that. There is a new thing, and I am in I am in quite the dilemma right now. I forgot I forgot all about this. I didn't even put it in the show notes. Starting on the 18th of this month, Uber Eats is mandating masks when you're doing delivery. Oh, interesting. Yes. So I am in quite the dilemma. Well, what are your thoughts? Okay, so my first thought is is that Uber Eats is a private organization has every right to do this. They have their their you know if they want to do this, they can, and you can choose to not do it or, or do it. It doesn't really matter. So that's the first thing. If you don't do it, though, wait a second. You, could you I thought you said it was mandatory. Yeah, it's mandatory. So then you can't choose to do it or not do it. Oh, you can choose or not to do Uber Eats. Is what well, here's saying. the thing: you can choose to not do it, but if somebody complains <clears throat> about you, then they can then they kick you off the platform. Okay, gotcha. So that's what they'll do. All right. So. In one aspect, eh, I think I understand why they're doing it. And why they're doing it is really more of bowing to social pressures. Oh, yeah, totally. And because here's the thing, though, like half of the Uber Eats deliveries that you make to the customers, you never see them. You know, yeah, because you're, you're setting just it down by off. the door. Right. But what you're going to see, though, is you're going to see it from the restaurants. And everybody in the restaurants are forced to wear the masks. So if you go to the restaurants, for the most part, most restaurants are forcing their employees to wear the masks. Okay. So in this aspect, like, like I think that what you're looking at here is, like, they could tell on you because they're going to be upset that they had to wear a mask and you didn't have oh, to. Oh, so, okay. So if you walked into a restaurant and they uh, saw you not wearing a mask, they would be the ones to rat you out. They could. They could. I don't know if they're going to or not, but they could. And don't get me wrong. A lot of these restaurants are way too busy, really, to give a damn at the same time. Because if you've gone into some of these places, like some of these restaurants, the ones that are open, they are busy. Yeah. Like real busy. Yeah. Um, You know, the other thing that was nice this week is I didn't get to do a lot of Uber Eats this week. I was busy with a lot of other stuff, which we're going to get into. But um, going around this week, though, there were a lot more people in restaurants this week. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't go to any restaurants this week, but uh, you know, just it, see, it seemed like out there there was a lot more activity. Oh yeah, there's you know? a lot more. This week was definitely. And my my kid said that uh, downtown Palm Harbor, for example, was just slammed last night. Every restaurant had a line out the door. Yeah. Yeah. You know? No people. Here's the thing: people are ready to get back into the swing of things. Yeah. You know, it's it's nice to see. And don't get me wrong, I think you do have those people that are scared, but the scared people are staying home. Right, as, as it should have been from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, as it should have been from the beginning. You know, yeah, the- <laughs> instead of passing a law, just if you're worried about it, stay the fuck home. Problem well, solved. Well, and you know, if you listen to some of the media coverage, they will give you this clue. Before, Like in, in the reporting, they'll give you the clue, which would beg the question for us is, well, why did you make a law to begin with? But right. people were staying home before they enacted the rules Correct. to stay at home. Correct. And people are leaving their homes now before they've before they've lifted the rules. Right. And that it doesn't matter depending on either red states or blue states on what they consider to be red or blue states that everybody's doing it. It's not like some aren't and some aren't. Everybody's getting everybody's defying the orders now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not everybody, but a certain percentage of all people are defying the orders. Well, yeah. Yeah. I would say it's probably a third. You know, if, if I had to guess, I would say one third of people are individualists and two thirds are sheep. Mm, yeah. Yeah. You I know? think you're right. I think you maybe, might be right. Maybe maybe it's as high as 60, 40. You know, forty percent are individualists, but yeah, essentially, I think that's what it is. You know, 
but but they're moving ahead of the laws. And I think that what a lot of times what happens is is that the government in a in a way to try to keep the illusion of that they're the ones they're in control and power right. will make the rule posthumously in order to make it appear as if you are they're doing right. it for that reason. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's it, essentially it's wag the dog, mm-hmm. you know, and the people are the tail. Yeah, because the people are not, you know, um, not going to tolerate it anymore. For the most part. Well, yeah, and you're seeing But that. there's a the, there's the balance there. So the government is st- still trying to maintain some control, and that's why you get phased openings. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, uh, basically the beaches are all going to be open for Memorial Day because governments around the country realize there ain't a goddamn thing they can do to keep those beaches closed short of, you know, put a whole bunch of soldiers locking on, down the beaches. Yeah. Because people are going to go to the beach. Yeah. Because people have had enough. Oh, you know? yeah. And that's what it always is. And I, I've, I've told people, and I wrote this in my book, it's, <clears throat> it doesn't take a lot of people. You know, 5% of people doing something, 5% of the people disobeying something is enough to change everything. Mm-hmm. And when it gets to 10 or 15%, you, the system f- collapses completely. Mm-hmm. I mean, this whole illusion that we call government relies on a 99 point something or other compliance rate. Mm-hmm. Because once it gets to a few, you know, percentage points of non-compliance, it's pretty much done. Oh, yeah. Unless, you know what I'm saying? Un- unless, unless they just kill all those people. Well, that's the thing. It gets to a point where it it it, it snowballs. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Well, yeah. So, no, and, and that's why the communist dictatorship well, had to kill all those people. Exactly. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So, like when they talk about millions of people dying, millions of people being suffered, well, they had to get rid of those individualists in those countries. That's why one percent of the United States population has to be in prison right now. Mm-hmm. You know, actually, I think it's higher than that. What is the prison population? Uh, as a percentage of the population, I don't know the exact number to that. By the way, well, but I will look it up while you, you continue. Know, to talk. Wouldn't it be nice if there was a service that you know existed where no matter where you were, you could ask a question and get the answer to that question? Man, what would you call? Something like that. Would you maybe call it, I don't know, uh, like a like a network of things that were interconnected somehow, almost like a web. You, you know, I, someone should come up with an idea like that. Do you have the fucking answer? Yet? How long does As it take you to Google something? 2016, 2.3 million people were incarcerated in the United States at a rate of 698 people per 100,000. Okay, so it's uh, it's about 0.7% of the population, not quite 1%. Yeah. Round it up to 1, though. We'll, we'll say it's a little under 1% of the population. Well, that was as of 2016. Okay. Um, but so that's, you know, that's the point. Yeah, so 1% of the population is not quite enough, but you get an, a, enough people doing it, and that's the Memorial Day beach openings. I guarantee you that far more than 5% of the population was going to find a way to enjoy the great outdoors on Memorial Day. And the government's had to say, eh, well, okay, we're just going to go with it because we don't have a choice. Yeah, it's it's, it's really weird, too. Like the, And the media is playing this game of trying to make you feel bad for wanting to be able to go outside, like wanting to be able to be free. They really are making you feel bad. There is this move right now and a full court press move, by the way, like if you listen to any of the media outlets, I like I listen to like I, I'll do a play the news and the Google thing in the morning to where it just plays, you know, article after article after article in the different things. And it's such a common theme amongst all of the different media outlets to really try to make you feel bad or to make it sound like everybody's going to die if you go outside. Right, right. And, and and here's the thing. I don't know how they're still sticking to that narrative. In Florida, for example, point z- okay, the percentage of people that died from COVID-19 was 0.0009%. Yeah. 0.0009%. percent Mm-hmm. of the population died from COVID-19 and 90% of them were over 70 years old. <laughs> I mean, so a bunch of old people died in Florida, not even a bunch, a few old people died in Florida. Yeah. You know, what was, that's, you know what that's yeah. called every day. Yeah. That's called Florida. Yeah. <laughs> because all the old people come here to die. That's literally its purpose. Yeah. <laughs> it's God's waiting room. Yeah. But yeah. And uh, Anyone who still believes the narrative and anyone who is still buying this, oh, my God, we're all going to die if you go outside. You're a fucking idiot, man. Yeah. The only thing I will say is this. If you are one of those old people 
or if you are immunocompromised, then you should shelter in place in order to have the best chance of living through this. They have been. And they have been. Three quarters of the people who died in Florida lived in nursing homes. They're not going anywhere anyway. Yeah. And they still died. That's that's true. Well, and you know why? Because if you're if you're if you as the government is so worried about everybody else, then you're not focused on the one grouping of people that you should have been worried about. They they were sheltered in place anyway. Yeah. But I'm saying is that, <laughs> you know? but there's people coming in and out of those places. Right. Still, right. Though. I understand. Yeah. You know they, what I mean, right. Like they still, they still, there's still stuff they have to do, but here's the thing. You could have done that and worry and dedicated your time and resources for pennies on the dollar compared to what you spent and taking care of all of those people and not collapse the future economy. Yeah. Yeah. Or put the yeah, or put the future generations of kids into freaking debt, Poverty. slavery, bankruptcy. Oh God, I know. You know that's the one thing that is interesting right now because, in all reality, the market should have already crashed. You know, um, people should be suffering destitution right now. Um, and it's funny because the reason that they're not is because the government has spent trillions of dollars you know, injecting money into the system, giving it to the people, giving it to the businesses, uh, injecting it to the banks, injecting it to the market. Um, so they've kind of stalled it. But, you know, one of the potential downsides of this is the dollar is no longer going to be the world's reserve currency, you know, especially with oil tanking the way it is. I, I mean, it's we're going that route. The full faith and credit of the United States government is not going to be worth much in the long run here. No. You know, I mean, it just can't. It's they. We built up too much debt, and now we're uh, we're doing another three trillion in debt. Well, they it passed, it the, passed House. the House. It's not going to pass the Senate. Oh, I hope it does. I don't think it's gonna. No, I, I don't does. think it's gonna. I don't think they're gonna do that. I still want my two thousand dollars a month. Um, actually, four thousand. I don't think you're gonna get that either. Really? No, I don't think. You're Why gonna not? Get any of that. I don't think they're gonna pass it. Oh, they should. I think the next. I think they're gonna do another check to people, but I think it's just gonna be another one-time sum. I think is what they're gonna end up. I haven't got the first on. one. You get the first one. Yeah. Oh, did you really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I still haven't got mine. Oh, yeah. No, we definitely got that. Huh. Yeah. So no. it was like, I mean, it was like 4,000 bucks. Yeah. Didn't get any of that. I mean, between me, Kelly, Don didn't Danielle. get unemployment. Oh, really? We, we didn't get it. We did get a $1,000 SBA loan, but we'll probably have to pay that back. Oh, well, that I, sucks. I just put that in an interest-bearing account waiting to pay it back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, what's the point? Yeah. It's now, look, they've, okay, and this bring this brings up another thing, so. I was on, there's a Facebook group called Reopen Florida. Right. Yeah. And I'm, I'm familiar in, with the people keep I'm inviting in me to yeah. join it. I'm yeah. in the group and somebody posted something about, you know, that they were getting ready to reopen, like the next phase of reopenings are starting in Florida, right? Right. So the next phase is starting. And I wrote in there just one simple line. I said, I will never forgive DeSantis or the Republicans for what they've done here. Right. And people lost their ever-loving minds. And the thing about it was this. is They're like, well, you know, the Democrats are really bad. And look at what they're doing over in those states. And this and this and blah, 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 blah. And don't get me wrong. Gretchen Whitmer, Newsom, uh, Cuomo, the people that are the, the, the J.D. Pitzer from, from, um, from Illinois. Look, those guys are authoritarian psychopaths. It doesn't change the fact that if you own a bar or if you own a bar here in Florida, you're not getting treated any different than the bars in Illinois are getting treated right now. Right. As a matter of fact, those things are still closed now. And just because Democrats in some states are worse doesn't mean that our Republicans aren't bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like the difference is let's let's say you have to eat shit. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, it's a difference of eating, you know, rabbit pellets or human shit. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I'd probably rather eat the rabbit pellets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But the point is, is you're still eating shit. Yeah. And and when the government closes you down, you're eating shit. Yes. You know, and look, they are complicit in the destruction of the of of our economy. Right. Whether they want it. And again, whether they did it or not, whether and somebody on there, well, they had to do it. They had to do it. You know what? DeSantis didn't really have to do it. Nope. He did not he at all. Been, Pinellas been, County didn't have to yeah. do it. Hillsborough didn't have to do it. None of these places had to do it. Now, here's the thing. What I wouldn't mind, I don't want to say I wouldn't mind, but I would, what I would be okay with of DeSantis doing is to say that the state government isn't going to do it, but if your local county government does it, then local control, whatever. You know, you could argue the local control thing. No, you I wouldn't, can't. But no, no, no. No, no I government has the authority no, no. to do that, period. Here's End the, of story. Here, hold on. 
I wouldn't blame DeSantis if they did it. No. You know what I'm saying? Right. Do you agree with that or no? You don't agree with that. I, I'm an anarchist. Yeah, it it, it shouldn't exist. Yeah. It, okay. The government nobody is. has the authority to do that, period. Nobody well, has the authority to you, lock you in your home. And that's the thing, though. Like By using this tactic, you take away the tactic that you should be using, which is to act like, and it sounds weird to say it this way, but to act like consumer reports. That's what they should do is they should come out and give you the information and then let you make up your own mind as to what you're going to do with the information. Like they say, here's what the kill rate is. Here's what it is. Here's what we suggest you do. Social distance, stay away from each other. You should stay in place in your home if you can and go out as limited as possible, wear a face mask and do all this stuff. We could have done all that stuff and the society itself would have like, just like you see with most people stayed home first and then the government made a rule. Like people were going to shelter in place that could. This would have happened orderly in society if you right. would have allowed it to happen. Instead, when you start imposing rules on this stuff, then all of a sudden it becomes a big freaking problem. Well, then you got to enforce the rules. Exactly. And then you have to use force, hence the word enforce. And force is violence, period, mm-hmm. end of story. So you have to, you know, basically it's, you know, people asking government to use violence against others. That's really all government comes down to. That's really the only thing government is. Government is force, and government is one group of people telling other people uh, that they're going to use force against them. Yeah, and so... That's all it is. And in the show notes, I wrote the Republican Stockholm Syndrome in this one, and the reason I wrote that was is because this is what these people have when they can't identify that that the Republicans are doing the exact same thing. Not the exact same thing, but they're doing the same thing as the Democrats. The only difference is, is how they what they how they how they market it, how they phrase it, how they word it and and how long they do it for. Don't get me wrong. It's different. It ain't the same thing, it, no, but it doesn't it matter. It, it's not that different. It, it's, That's right. It's, it's not that it's different. Only marketing. It's yeah. literally only marketing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Look, don't get me wrong. I do think that the lockdowns in some of the other states are definitely more draconian than the lockdowns that were in Florida. But the word lockdown is in both of them. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And and until you recognize that, then and this is what I said to the person when I, when I was arguing with them. The fact is, is that you will defend their them doing it. But you're going to attack the other people for doing it like you're attacking, you're like pointing at the Democrats of how bad they are without realizing that you're defending a team that's doing the same thing to you. And the because you're willing to, to point the other direction, they will always get away with it. Like you're never holding them accountable. You know for what it. pisses me off the most about all these people? And on both sides of the aisle, it's you Republicans and you Democrats who act like you love the Constitution, regardless of whether it's a Democrat who says, well, the Second Amendment only applies to the military or whether it's a Republican that says, you know, while the first, you know, whatever, whatever your caveats are. The fact that they broke that the government violated all of it, all of it, just blatantly, Mm -hmm. without question that the First Amendment was just completely wiped off. It's still wiped off. It's gone. Yeah, it's freedom of assembly. No freedom of speech. Well, apparently you can't even uh, you know say things anymore that uh, that aren't the uh, official line. Mm-hmm. Um, freedom of assembly. Sure as shit can't do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So everybody defending. I, I don't care if you're de- defending DeSantis. I don't care if you're defending uh, uh, De Blasio. It doesn't matter who you're defending. If you're defending any of these fucks that violated the constitution screw you you're an idiot like they and they did it it's this is not a question or like a matter of 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 an opinion of whether they did it or not it's it, it doesn't matter if you agree with it or not they did it it doesn't change the fact that that has been done and what are we going to do now about it moving forward and that's where i'm thinking that we're seeing a whole lot of I mean, like the next step of things that are happening right now, like the Wisconsin Supreme Court. Yeah, that's where I wanted to go with this. Yeah, yeah. So the fact is, is that they took this, you know, the the governor issued the lockdown and then in issuing that lockdown, they took it to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court ruled that the prohibitions on business reopenings were unconstitutional. Yes, yes. Thank you, Wisconsin Supreme Court. Um, They ruled in a, I'm shocked it was only a four to three decision, but no, five, four. Uh, no, I'm looking at it at 4-3. Oh. 4-3 here in uh, Wisconsin. 
Um, but basically what happened is they said the entire shutdown was unconstitutional. Uh, unconstitutional. So literally the court lifted the shutdown immediately. And what happened? Well, within minutes, the bars and restaurants were open and, and very full. But yeah, it is completely unconstitutional. The Wisconsin Supreme Court got it right. Um, and I hope that that starts to happen other places. And, you know, thanks to a, a very dear friend of ours and, a, you know, uh, um, uh, someone who uh, is a, a solid libertarian, been a, a libertarian for a long time, uh, Dave Levitt, we might have the same thing here in Florida. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Because he has just filed a lawsuit against Seminole County for the exact same thing, saying that the shutdown of his business, and he, uh, uh, Dave owns, uh, uh, is it uh, Refresh Computers? Yeah, Refresh, the Refresh Re- Computer. Yeah, Refresh Computers, uh, basically a uh, computer uh, refurbishing uh, type site. Um, and they do, you know... Um, recycling stuff like that i'm giving his business plug because he's a great guy and it's because he deserves a plug absolutely um so refresh computers if you got a bunch of computers you need to get rid of or any type of technology stuff give him a call um but he is suing seminole county uh for the shutdown and hopefully this goes all the way to the florida supreme court and we get to find out that yes Republicans, your beloved Ron DeSantis violated the constitutional because just like Wisconsin found in that lawsuit, you're going to find that if there's a a just court, uh, Florida Supreme Court, you're going to find that this is unconstitutional here in Florida as well. It's clearly unconstitutional. There's not even really a question. It's not a question. You Congress shall make no law. And yes, that is Congress. And yes, Ninth and Tenth Amendment. But those only apply to the things that they haven't specifically forbidden government to do. And government is specifically forbidden from passing a law restricting the freedom of speech, the free practice of religion, and the freedom of assembly. And by doing what they've done, they've done all of that. Yeah. The lockdown violates all of that. So uh, kudos to Dave uh, for, you know, uh, fighting this fight. Um, you know, I'm sure he's doing it in his own dime. And, um, you know, he's obviously putting himself out there and and making himself a target. But uh, well, and good ku- for you, Dave. And kudos to his lawyer, Anthony Sabatini, by the way. Yeah. Oh, Sabatini's doing this one. Oh, too? yeah. Sabatini's doing this one. Too. Oh, God. Oh, no. This guy is just, you know. You know what? He might be my new favorite Florida guy. Um. He definitely is my new favorite Florida guy. Yeah, he's definitely at least he gets the he shot up to number one very yeah. quickly in the uh, in the because, you know, what the thing is, is where he lives. Look, I think he'd be the same way he, he was anyway, but he lives in a very safe area where there don't get wrong. There's some people out there that don't like him very much. But I really don't think he has any chance. You of mean losing his, an his district is yeah. safe for reelection? Oh, okay. yeah. He's like yeah. Lake County. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like, he's like Lake County, man. Like, there's, he's, yeah. Don't get me wrong. There's some Republicans that don't like him, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, he will. he's probably going to get primaried, but I think he's going to, he'll kill him in the primary. I hope so. But at any rate, he's uh, he's he's the one doing the case, and we'll see what happens. You know, Dave doesn't know what, to, I mean, again, Dave's, Dave has not been talking to the press. Right. But, um, you know, maybe, uh, maybe we might have him on the show uh, in an upcoming episode. But it will be on the behind the paywall, though, because, you know, if you want to hear Dave, you're gonna you got to pay, pay for, for that. You got to yeah. pay for that. You're going to hear Dave. <laughs> but I think Dave's doing really, really good. And not to put these two guys in the same sentence, but also what Elon Musk did over in California was also very good as well to where yeah. he 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 basically said he was going to open up his facility, whether they liked it or not. And if they're going to come arrest somebody, you can arrest him. Matter, I love that guy. He said, Tesla is restarting production today against Alameda County rules. I will be on the line with everyone else. If anyone is arrested, I ask that it only be me. Right. Like, oh, man. Awesome. You know, that's a leader right there, man. It is, man. It, he it, really is. History is going to look back on on uh, on him as uh, just one of the, the greats. Probably the, the greatest man of the 21st century. Especially yeah. if he gets us to Mars. You know what? He, let me say this about Elon Musk. The only way in which he will be favored in history later on is if those that agree like him and and think like him are victorious. Right. Yeah. Good point. Good point. You know what I mean? If not, they will be. Oh, he will be demonized. He will be demonized. Yeah. yeah, That's a very good point. It depends on how history plays out. But if he gets to Mars, though, if he gets us to Mars, then there's no question that he will be. Oh, he's going to get us to Mars. I mean, he's 
and again, you don't listen unless to, the government just ends up getting credit for that. But I don't know how he's the guy building the rockets that are getting this there. If you listen to like he was just on the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. And if you listen to him, he his mindset is fo- laser focused to getting to Mars, by the yeah. way. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's been amazing. For years. Yeah. But it's one of those things where he's like he's like. In, in, in his thought process and making decisions, like, is that going to take time away from me to to plan to go to Mars? Right. Like, it, it's one of those things. Like, that's it, number one priority for him. In his life. It should be. That should, honestly, that should be humanity's number one priority. I've never understood, you know, it, me, ever since I was a little kid, I've been totally into ex, uh, space exploration. I, I believe that that is literally the key to our survival. Yes, as a species. As a species. Yes, yes. You know, it's it's the key to all life. I mean, especially if you think that, you know, I don't know, if you think the, the planet is dying because we're poisoning it and we're a cancer and we're a virus on the planet and it's global warming and Greta Thunberg, how dare you? Um, you know, if you think that sort of thing, we should be going to fucking Mars, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, what else are you going to do? So it is amazing, though, how COVID-19 cured global warming, because I haven't heard any say, anyone say a damn thing about that. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. And again, we don't have the stories up for this one, though, but I've, I've read some of the stories that, you know, the smog in L.A. has kind of gone away a little bit. Like there is some real things that have happened that you that you can witness in the in the environment because we so many people were locked down that it adjusted like, you know, instantly. Instantly. It goes to show you how little impact we really have on the planet (laughs) in the long term. Look, if mankind disappeared tomorrow in, you know, a thousand years, which is a geological blink of an eye, there would be almost no evidence that we ever existed. Oh, okay. I hear what you're saying. saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you're right. You'd have to go looking for proof that we existed. Well, I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and again, we go, we stay inside for you know uh, uh, a six weeks, and the air clears up. <laughs> so how the fuck are we ruining the planet? You know, and that's just over one little town. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's 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 amazing to me the arrogance of people. But if you believe that, then you should be real interested in getting to Mars. Well, and get back to get back to the Musk story though is that 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 they actually like because he did this that they had to capitulate to him and then allow him to do this. Oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but then what happened was is that because they allowed him to do that, then a bunch of other businesses started complaining of like, why are you letting him do this and not right. let us do this? So now they got to open it up for everybody. Defiance. It's what I've said all the time. It only takes a few people to defy the law, defy the government, and they have no choice. Yeah. They Well, they actually, they do. They have two choices. Kill you. Or just change the law. Yeah. And, and in almost all cases, the people that they're going to send to kill you are not going to want to do that. In, in any country that feigns being any type of a representative republic or a democracy or whatever you want to call it. Right. They're not going to kill you. No. No. It, there may come a point. You never know. There may come a point. But very, very rarely. If But here's the thing. The, those countries stop becoming democracies uh, the, immediately when that immediately. happens. Yeah. yeah, then they're dictatorships. Well, they don't. With their totalitarian, regardless yeah. of of what they pretend their structure to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. You know? um, but yeah, so that's the point. <laughs> you know, I've been saying this to people for years now. You all you have to do is defy government. If you want to change government, just defy it. Mm-hmm. Just do the right thing. Do what's right for you and your world and your family and your reality. And then the government will have no choice if enough people do that to follow suit. Yeah. You know, and that's that's what Elon Musk did. And what happened? Well, he was big enough to, you know, get uh, to inspire others to do the same thing. And now they have to change the laws. Yeah. You know, that's why the beaches are going to be open Memorial Day. But look, has nothing to do with flattening the curve, has nothing to do with the virus. It has 100 percent to do with the the people are going to do it. So the government has no choice. Yeah. But to do what the people want. Mm -hmm. And it has nothing to do with voting. That's the difference. Yeah. That's what people fail to understand. It doesn't matter if you're a Republican. It doesn't matter if you're a Democrat. It doesn't matter who you vote for, who you voted for the last election, who you're going to vote for the next. None of that part matters. What you do in your daily life is what matters. Mm-hmm. What you say to others when you say, you know what, that's the wrong thing. I don't believe what government's doing, so I'm going to do it this way. That's the right way to live your life. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Live your life in defiance of the tyranny. Yes. Yes. And you know what? And, here I know I know what you just said a second ago about the Elon Musk thing. But think about it though. 
the guy in Pinellas County that they arrested. Yes. Yeah. He what? Look, he definitely didn't have a big store. No. But you know what though? They had to drop the charges on him too. Yeah. Like even his defiance in the in the long run is is going to work out. Right. You right. know what I mean? But but so it didn't matter big or small. You had to defy them and you yes. have to continue to defy them. Like use this virus as the launching pad that it can be to re- make you understand that you don't have to listen to what these authoritarian psychopaths do. And remember that voting is not going to do anything. Mm hmm. No. And if you think, well, we just need to vote in Republicans or we just need to vote in Demo- whatever you think, you're wrong. Yeah. That's not true. Yeah. You know, because well, yeah, they're look, none of the you've been doing that forever. Yeah. None of these people are your heroes. None of them are going to save you. None of them are. And so you have to just ignore them as much as humanly possible. Again, there's limits. I don't want to say limits, but like. You know, you don't want to go so far as to, you know, like, uh, I don't know well, what the you, right word is. You, you, like, you got to walk a line. A you little do bit. walk a line because if you push too far, you're going to get singled out and you're going to end up in a cage. Yeah. Okay. And you never want to violate the rights of others. I mean, well, that's true. Let's just say this. There's always a caveat in my world, and that is you have to respect the rights of others. Yes. The, the other... Others individual rights You know you have to respect their life liberty and property Mm -hmm. But if you're living your life in such a way That you're not violating anyone's life liberty Or property then you're fine If you're in defiance of government Then it don't matter Well, Okay and I don't know Let me say this too and I don't know if you're gonna Let me me get all the way through it before you Trounce on me here Adrian Um, We do live in a society No Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, We do live in a society where you do have to cooperate voluntarily with other people and that there is a a natural law that but it really goes. But the key tenet of that natural law is what you're talking about right there, which is don't infringe on the rights of other people and respect other people's property, basically. Well, it's actually simpler than that. The key tenet of that is self-interest. You know what I'm saying? Really? And everyone looks at that as selfish, but it's not. It's not selfish because all right, let's think of it this way. Um, let's make it as simple as I need food. Mm-hmm. OK, well, I can I can go, uh, you know, I, I can grow my own food. Fine. Well, that's too much hassle. I want, you know, someone else to, to grow the food and I want to be able to acquire it from them. Mm-hmm. Well, I can go over there and steal it from them. But eventually people are going to catch on that I'm the guy stealing and they're all going to come over to my house and beat the crap out of me. Mm-hmm. OK, so my best bet is to work out some type of arrangement where I say, hey, you know, I'd like to get some of your food. What can I give you in exchange for it? Mm-hmm. And that is how the world works works it works out because it's in everybody's best interest to work together to cooperate to provide something that other people need and you know exchange it yeah and and that's just how it happens that happened that's been going on since long before governments but 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 and they always talk about humans being selfish but in all reality humans are actually very charitable people and very very um giving of others like whenever you see a major problem that happens like a big flood or a big tornadoes or big hurricanes or whatever the the organizations that have been built in order to help out other people get a rush of money in donations in order for those people to go and help those people that are in need so the it's that's empathy yeah. Humans naturally have empathy. So they what happens is people acting in their own self-interest with empathy. And there's always a few psychopaths that have no empathy. But that's what fine. happens. Just don't elect them. Is you realize that it is in your own self-interest to help others when they're in need, because, you know, that then in that case, others will help you when you're in need. Yeah, it's it's selfishness has gotten such a bad word, but it is how all society all society was built on individuals acting in their own self-interest collectively. Yeah. That's yeah. that's all society is. And that's the true democracy. Right. Yeah. And it happens naturally. And it's simple. And yeah. it doesn't require the use of a gun at the no. end of the day. Not no. really. Yeah. And you can have, you know, that you can have organizations that give advice and things like that. But when you start monopolizing force Mm -hmm. is where the problem comes into play. And that's what governments do. Governments monopolize force. Yeah. 
They do. Absolutely, they do. So to make it as voluntary as humanly possible is the key. And, you know, somebody asked a question. Annie asked a question about, like, what would you, how would you build a voluntary society? We kind of answered it last week. Yeah. That's the thing. You just, you live your life as you see fit. And if right. you think that there's an issue that needs to be solved, then you take it upon yourself to solve it. And if you can't do it yourself, then you try to uh, encourage others in order to help you in yeah. order to solve that problem. Start with your neighbors. Yeah. You know, it's as simple like, as that. Be, you know what that does? It t- It's almost like with, um, I always talked about, or not always, but I've talked about before about how social security and Medicare had very bad societal consequences and those bad consequences was it took away from the community actually solving problems and laid it upon the feet of the government and that you see that over and over again with like welfare and things like that that they used to have mutual aid societies that used to take care of these problems they those those societies were not overwhelmed well, 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 hang on a second hang on a second let's let, and i know where you're going with that but there also was uh, early in the industrial revolution um, there was a lot of subjugation. There was a lot of people living in poverty. Um, you know, we have gotten to a point now where the world is better than it's ever been for that. So you can't really go back and say, well, you know, things were great before they did Social Security and Medicare. No, it wasn't. It just happened to coincide. Well, there were problems. There was no, it wasn't a result of it. What I'm saying is that, you know, it's not because of those things. Those things almost had no effect on the solution. In fact, in a lot of ways, the solution was going to happen anyway. Those things, in some ways, made it worse. Yes. In some ways, for example, in some ways, government involvement in medicine made the problem much worse today than it would have been naturally. That's correct. You know, um, so we were on a... If you really analyze the trajectory on where we're going and where technology has taken us and where capitalism, real capitalism, not corporatism, like, you know, the government collusion thing, Mm -hmm. but where that was taking us anyway, um, it really um, is showing us that we would have gotten there. And we're 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 almost to the point where there's no need for government in any of this at all. Yeah. And I think really. This might be the first time in our civilization where it could work. A true anarchy could work on a global scale because we don't need it anymore because we all have access to information. Yeah. You yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, and, yeah, and the ability to do stuff without needing them, which they know, which the government knows. Like the right. government realizes that, which is why they're doubling down on all this shit. Yeah. And they're constantly doubling down and they're trying to justify their own existence over and over and over again. <laughs> And why you have this media apparatus that is covering for them and it's covering for all of them at the end of the day. And, you know, it's funny because there's almost nothing that government does that is as good as the private sector. Take the unemployment website (laughs) in Florida. That thing has been crashed and is just the most horrendous thing you've ever seen. And it's been like that forever and they can't fix it. And I tell you, there any private sector company would have done a hundred times better with that. Yeah. I mean, just, and everybody knows that. Oh, well, it's a government website. You know, you expect it to be down. If Amazon goes down for two minutes, it's like the world is in chaos. Yet when you go to a government website and see that it's down, it's like, ah, eh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just use that as an example. You yeah. know, I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. They paid somebody to build that website. They paid, hang on. They paid $80 million. Oh, I know. <laughs> like the much money and it doesn't paid, work and it doesn't even work yeah what a waste of money yeah like rick that, that's rick scott's well, legacy right you there. you know the reason it is is because it's first of all you have by committee so there's here's the specifications it's 900 pages of specifications and it's going to somebody and the, the contract is going to someone's brother-in-law and that's the reason that it doesn't work. Yeah. You know, because it was a bad design to begin with because it was designed by an idiotic committee and it went to not the most qualified company, not the most best company, not even the lowest bidder. It went to whoever. Uh, it went to the, to the connected company. It went to the connected company. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No. And, and that's what they do it all the time. That's government in and, a nutshell. And here's the thing. That is bipartisan. Whether it is yes. Republicans doing it, oh, yeah. whether it's Democrats doing it, it doesn't matter. It's all it that is that part of it is totally bipartisan, which is another reason why you have to 
eliminated at this point. Yeah. You don't want government doing these things anyway because it's not going to work correctly. And that the real market, like the real market pressures that make things better go away at that point because they got the contract from the government. And as long as they please the people that are the people that gave them the contract, then it doesn't matter. Yep. It's that same argument I made with the, (laughs) again, going down a different road here on, but when we went to, when we went to, when I was still lobbying up in Tallahassee, we, I went to the one where they were going to get rid of, uh, they were going to stop funding enterprise Florida. Okay. Right. And, the guy it was me against every chamber of commerce in the state oh yeah everybody loves that oh man it was i've it's never big, been it's a big slush fund is why i've never been so outnumbered oh. on an issue ever and, oh yeah and, and and won the day like i that day they voted the right way don't get wrong eventually they lost but like event they, they won that day for enterprise florida and we've cut down they did cut down the amount of money they were given enterprise florida but i talked to the guy that was in charge of enterprise florida and I explained it when I was on the when I was on the um, when I was up there in the, in the committee hearing. Anyway, their problem is their business model is all screwed up because their business model is to go after one client instead of going after every business in the state of Florida. If your job in order to make because here's the thing, I think that not not Enterprise Florida as much, but Visit Florida and the right. website that they have, there is definitely a free market option that would make sense for them. It would come out of people's, it would come out of businesses' ads, ad budgets, and they would have to go and convince them to do it. But they have it set up in a way in which they would be able to do that, but they don't have to, which is why their website actually doesn't have nearly the information on it that it could have on it, because they're not worried about actually gaining customers in no, that aspect. No. They're getting all their money from the government exactly. and then not really providing the services all they're, that they're doing claiming is, they're, is they're trying to keep happy the uh, representatives and senators that vote to renew their funding yeah that's yeah, yeah. really all and, and, and it all works through the chambers of commerce and stuff like that right which are just horrible that that whole structure is just horrible here's the thing the local chambers can have some value like here's the thing and we'll get into this in the second hour with my wife's company um but like yeah, we didn't talk about that. No, we didn't even get into that. We'll get into there's a, all the personal stuff we missed. We didn't even get into that in the no. first hour. We'll do it all the second hour. Um, but like she's part of this thing called the Hub Now, which is a group of businesses that get together that are helping each other out. What chambers of commerce back in the day, you know, used to do. Right. And they're doing phenomenal work with each other and doing things to try to help the community and doing that stuff. And there's chambers that go out there and do this. My argument with these guys is you don't need you don't need to go to the government to do it. You don't need to go. That's to the, the government. biggest problem is they do it all the time. The chambers of commerce have just become a lobbying organization and they're always lobbying for the wrong things. They're lobbying for their kickbacks instead of lobbying for real free markets. You yes. Know? Yes. That's the problem. There is a difference. And this is a huge difference. There's a difference between being pro markets and pro business. Right. And until you understand the difference between those two yep. those two things, you're never going to understand how to actually fix the problem. And that's why people, so many people who hate capitalism don't understand that difference and that's why they hate capitalism. That's correct. In fact, I agree with them most of the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's for, for what they identify as capitalism and as a problem, I almost always agree with them that yes, that is a bad thing. Yeah. You know, they just don't understand don't that it's it. not capitalism that's doing that. Right. Exactly. Like in in the, the weird thing about it is this. When what, they what, look at that problem, they blame the company. When we look at that problem, we blame the government. No, I blame both. Well, OK, you can blame both. But but you're the thing is this, though, you may blame both. But the solution isn't to eliminate the company. No. The solution no. is to eliminate the government because you want to Correct. eliminate the monopoly of force. Well, yeah, and there's always an argument. There's always a risk that a company is going to become so big that they almost have a they have a monopoly, not necessarily a monopoly of force, but they have a monopoly. And that that can happen, you know. Yeah, but it's but never permanent, though. It's never permanent. That's the thing. Only governments make permanent monopolies. Yes. Like electric companies. Yes. You know, that's the only time you have a permanent monopoly because eventually someone's building a better mousetrap. Look, I got to tell you, and again, this is a, I mean, it's easy to make it. It's easy to say something like this because, you know, I don't have to prove it. I would think that if we didn't have the monopoly of force within the electricity sector that we do right now, that far more people would actually be generating their own electricity oh, yeah. locally in their own areas 
than we have right now. And it wouldn't even be close. Like the people on the left that are all upset about oil and gas and all these things do not realize that the true enemy of their progress is the government in this one and not yep. the private sector. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Without question. You know, like if you guys like Elon Musk, who they're demonizing now for his stuff, right. like this guy has done a, more to get the world off of fossil fuels than any human alive. Yeah. Yeah. How can you, you know, right? I mean, Greta Thunberg should be kissing his ass. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How dare you? How, how dare you steal my childhood? I hate that woman. I hate her. She's not a woman. I, she's a girl. I don't she's, care. She's, I still hate she's her. Just a little kid. I don't even care. I still hate her. Well, I, yeah, I don't even I, care. Yeah. I'm just so like they had her on a panel of like of like coronavirus. I, I know. It's like, are you kidding me? You just totally discredited this panel altogether. Oh, yeah. No. You know? Like, how would you feel if you're one of the scientists? Like you went to school for probably like 10 <laughs> or 12 years. You've dedicated your life to this thing and you get on a show with a reality sh- with a with a with a with a with, you know, the latest flavor of the month in the reality show. You know, for Greta Thunberg, like you're on the panel with her, like she gets some of your some of your talk time. Right, right. And and her credit is what? I skipped school and protested. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. Like how come I, when I skip when I skip you know what it is? I didn't protest when I was skipping school, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, maybe I should have done maybe I should have done. I was done smoking more weed and going to the beach. Yeah, see, there you go. <laughs> that's the problem. Should have gone to the UN instead. <laughs> it's, it's, I swear to God, we're getting closer to idiocracy by the day. Oh, I know. I know. It's crazy. Well, hang on. Speaking of which, um, President uh, Camacho talked about his new super duper missile that he's making. What? <laughs> you didn't hear uh, Trump? Oh, I didn't. No, no, no. He he, he literally said uh, that we've got a new super duper missile. Shut up. Super duper super missile. Super duper missile. It says it's 17 times faster than anything else we've ever built it's the greatest thing ever yeah well which i'm sure that the pentagon officials were not real happy that he released it it's 17 times faster than any other missile that we have because i'm sure they wanted to keep that information classified well yeah but (laughs) if you want to keep it classified just don't tell trump yeah right yeah you shouldn't that guy should not have a security clearance because he does not get classified you know like we really i I remember you know back when i was uh in the army um i worked on on uh, you know highly uh, secret missile systems and uh you know what they would do is they would tell you the 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 stats on things yeah like okay here's the spec here's how fast this missile goes uh here's how far it'll travel here's its uh, maximum elevation so on and so forth and then they'd say okay we need you to put all papers down put all pencils away put everything no recording devices they'd go and literally close the blinds and lock the door yeah and then tell you these are the real stats oh wow yeah yeah, and that's what they used to do. So pretty much any stats that you know about a weapon system are the unclassified, the the information that they want out there. Yeah. You know, so I wonder if this missile system is actually 28 times faster, and they just told Trump that it was 17 times faster because like, they knew you he think, was going to leak it. You think it's a work? And so what they're doing is because he's <laughs> yeah. always shooting, right. they're, they're giving him this information even though it's a, it's a work shoot. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I think it could very well be because literally if it, that's what they told us. They said if someone asks you about this, or you're ever, you know, uh, captured and tortured, this is the information you give. But the real information is this. So you have that information at the fingertips, and they were they would tell you, like, act like this is classified too, but if you let something out, these are the numbers you let out. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's funny. That's really funny, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we have a new super-duper missile from uh, President Camacho. Super-duper. <laughs> yeah, I guess his Space Force is going to use it. Oh, my God. <laughs> they came out with a new Space Force flag. I just, oh. They, they literally used the Star Trek logo. They did. Yeah, they, they did. They did. Trek. When you see the two, when you see them side by side, you're like, oh, my God, one's just like the other. It's. Yeah. I mean, there's a little bit of difference to it, but the, it's not. It's only in the details. Yeah. yeah. Federation of Planets. The man. overall concept's the same. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just don't. I don't. It's, it's, it's hard not to argue that we're living in idiocracy. I, you know what? I, I have mean, a, Mike Judge, uh, he's the prophet of our times. I, I tell you this. What I don't understand is that there are people that I do massively respect that just refuse to see the idiocy of this guy. I know. I I just, I I don't don't get that. I don't, I don't understand. Like 
He says dumb shit all the time. He talks like a fifth grader constantly. Like, why do you not? Well, like, not why is that, it okay? And he, he doesn't really share your core values. The only thing you like is that he yells at the media. He's, a, you know, and he's a, here's the thing too. He is a front runner like anybody else's. Like, you know, we talked earlier, we talked about how human behavior was going a certain way. Government gets in front of it to try to make it sound like they were controlling it. Right. Trump did the same thing. The protests start happening. Then he starts advocating for the protests. He's protesting himself. <laughs> right. I know. He is protesting himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then he came back and told some of them that they were opening too soon. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, and then, and, but then but how many ways resist. can you have it? <laughs> Just don't resist it too fast because I'll throw you under the bus. I know. Oh, and there's insanity. people that love this guy. Again, part of me understands because he does like he does give it to the he does give it to him as he as he gets it from him. Like he gives it like he gets it. I do get that there's a uh, funness about that in like a driving by a car wreck kind of sense, I guess. <laughs> yeah, right. But at the same time, like he just says the dumbest stuff all the time. And he like, I, I think he does it on purpose. I think it's by design. I, I, I wish I could explain it better than that. I just yeah, yeah. but I, I can't deal with it anymore though. Like you know, I'm, I've had enough. <laughs> so I know, man. I know. All right. Well, hey, bring look, on the Brondo. Bring like on you the like Brondo. Yes. All right. Hour number two is going to be coming up. We got a lot of stuff to get to. A lot of personal stories to get to in the second hour. And if you want to hear hour number two, go to Patreon.com, unattended baggage, and sign up. We'll see you on the other side.